Podcast. I am Tim, and with me is my co-host Patrick. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. Nick's lost. A little sad about that. Yeah. But only game one. Let's go! Nick's back! That's true. It was a respectable loss. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I hung the whole time playing good team. So anyway, we had our our weekly traditional horror movie weekends. And Week three! Three, buddy. And so we, we knocked out some movies and we had a we had a weaker we had a weaker weekend. Yeah, another tie and not the good kind. Not a good kind of tie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because at least I feel like even if one of us has a bad pick, but someone has a good pick, that's still a better weekend than both having subpar picks. It doesn't happen often, but yeah, it doesn't. It Two doesn't. stinkers. Yeah, and I and I think um, one of them we probably should have saw coming, and the other one was probably just a bad pick. Um, yeah, well, you know, so the first one we watched was Insidious the Red Door, the fifth entry into the Insidious franchise. Yeah. And, yeah, the reviews were not kind. Um, but I had seen all the other Insidious movies, and I had made sure that Tim had watched the first two this year because I had higher hopes. And I already and, watched the first one back in the day. This is like the first time kind of. Right. Yeah. But, Watching the second one, reintroducing myself, that kind of stuff. Once I saw the reviews for the movie, I didn't have dragged him to the theater to go see the new one. I was like, mm, we can wait on this. Uh, and I'm glad. Glad we did. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, nah. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not It's not bad. It's just not. No, it is bad. It's the not more particularly th- great. It's, it's, it's not good. I, the problem is, is that, so the end of the first movie, the people who have gone through the the supernatural trauma right. of it all, uh, the father and son, uh, are hypnotized to forget everything. Right. So this new movie picks up well, back the on the thread. Movie, right? This is the second movie. That, that, yeah. Okay. Yes, this, this happens at the end of the second movie. So picking back up into the fifth movie because the last two movies, three and four, are prequels. Um, they, they just like the whole first like hour and 20 minutes of this movie, and it's like almost two-hour movie, is spent on them trying to figure out the mystery of what happened to them that caused them this trauma they can't quite put a finger on. Yeah, even though all of us know. if We know exactly what happened because, yeah, we, we saw the movies. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. This is the same reason why I always bumped off of Columbo episodes. Like, there's no mystery here. I know what happened. I'm just watching you figure it out. Right. That's not particularly interesting to me. You're just having a fun time with Columbo. At least, yeah, at least with Columbo, I'm watching Peter Falk you know, bounce off of like some stupid criminal who's like, right. oh, he's screwed. This time it's like, you know, it's just, there's no Columbo and it's just demons who are the bad guys. So they don't care that you figured out. Or yeah. Not. And there's not any particularly inventive, creative, spooky things that particularly happen in this movie. I, I think you said at one point there was something towards the beginning that did make you jump once. Um, yeah, I didn't jump. But there was, uh, other than that, like, I mean, because even sometimes, because uh, we don't jump often, but but there's still times even when we when we don't jump, we could be like, oh, man, that was that was pretty freaky looking. Or like, oh, that was creepy or something. Like, we could still give, like, credence to what we're looking at, even though it didn't make us jump or something. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much it actually made me jump and how much I wanted it to. Well, maybe. <laughs> like, I think there was probably yeah. just, like, one scene that I was like, yeah, that was all right. 
It's not but, great. There's not a whole lot there, man. Yeah, Patrick Wilson directs his first movie. Um, and, you know, clearly a veteran in the Wanverse. Yeah. Uh, star of the first two movies. Also, like, all the Conjuring movies. And he's he's good, man. He's a good actor. I like him. He's a very good actor. Um, you know, he's not James Wan. And that's always a yeah. problem. Like, if you were picking up where James Wan left off, good luck. It's, it's yeah. a tall, tall James quarter. Wan's, no matter what, is going to give you something creative to look at. They're like, wow, that was really cool. Yeah. Like, even if it doesn't scare you, there's going to be like, wow, that was a really cool shot. Or, like, you're trying stuff. It's very creative. Well, like, even in that, that, remember that first Annabelle movie? Where, like, this movie isn't yeah. very good, but there was, like, this one scene. Where, like, the, the elevator, elevator. scene. Yeah, yes. like, wow, this is great. Why is this great and everything else is bad? Oh, this is the one scene that James Wan directed. <laughs> now it makes sense. Yeah, clearly like, the best part of that movie, yeah. There's, there's a lot of storytelling reasons why this movie just doesn't work at all. Like I said, like yeah. the central conceit of like watching them uncover unravel a mystery we already know the answer to, putting Rose Byrne on the back burner for the whole movie, even though she was... I, you want to call her the co-lead Major or character. like 60% the lead in the first two movies? Yeah. It's it's like, ah. Sure. Oh. And then again, so like, just right, missing it. The, the ending part of the movie is one of them having to go after, going under to save the other one. Which is what happens in all the movies. But yeah. yeah, so it's like, all right, we, we've kind of done this already. But there was nothing that scary or menacing that they're seeing on the other side this time around, I feel. Yeah, same same demons as we got in the first one. In the first yeah, two they're movies. reusing the same dude. And so yeah, it's kind of like all right, like oh, the red face demon is back. Cool, right? Except yeah, he's cool. darker and less red, less now. scary to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then at points you get some flashback stuff. Um, they they try to introduce this kind of sidekick character. Yeah, it's everything going fine. on in college is like me. Yeah, it's uh, it was a bummer. It was because I mean when they did uh, kind of reunite, right? Is that what it was in the further? Like, yeah, it is it, kind of. I I feel like there was a moment in the movie where you were like, okay, this should have been the beginning of the movie right here. Like it or, definitely well, sh- yeah. should have gotten to like action in the further a lot faster than it did, because yeah. a lot of this movie is just them either one discovering they have the ability to go this other place. Or denying it, <laughs> yeah, and having hallucinations while they're walking around being awake. It's like, yeah, and there was a, there was a couple sure you keep of on times, hammering this one point over and over again. There was a couple of times with Patrick Wilson. Um, one time towards the beginning in the cemetery, uh, in his car, and then another time later on when he's trying to do the memory game. That they're trying to be like, oh, there's something here in the background. Do you notice it yet? And like, there's never a payoff. Not a good one. Yeah, the, none of those moments have a payoff to it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, just a letdown. It's not great. Hmm. And uh, and and by the way, yeah, this is the only stinker in the franchise. Like the first two movies are like great movies, uh, especially the second one, in my opinion. But right. the third and the fourth movie, which have Lin Shay, uh, who died in the first movie, front and center, right. uh, are also a lot of fun. She's in this movie. Yeah, she pops up quick, real quick, yeah. Do you know she's in the poster? I didn't notice that. I'm not surprised. I mean, she was basically, this was her franchise for two movies. It she's belonged in, to her. She's like the background character figure in the poster of the movie. 
It's kind of weird. Because I'm yeah. looking at the poster and well, Patrick you know, Wilson's yeah, front there she is back there. the sun. But, like, the wife is sense. somehow in this poster, which is weird with the red door. But anyway. There's about as much it, screen time, yeah. Yeah, and uh, she's in the background. It's bizarre. Well, she was the star of the last two movies, so it makes sense if you were a fan of the Insidious franchise, you want to check out this fifth entry. We're not going to call it five because we right. stopped doing that after the third one. Uh, <laughs> we stopped numbering the chapters after three. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, she has to be here because it's her franchise and anyway yeah just like meh no didn't work at all yeah it wasn't great Mm. then we watched a new release on shutter a fantastic streaming app for horror movies exclusively yes that is don't own shutter you're missing out great stuff yeah shutter is is uh, and i i was really like skeptical at first um and I swear, some of sometimes when we, because again we do this every year, where every weekend we watch these horror movies, and I and I'm a little skeptical, and then you pull out some Shutter movie, and I'm like, wow, that was really good, like mm. didn't see that coming, kind of deal. And um and I had some picks ready to go, and um and I think two out of the maybe all three, maybe all the movies actually that I was thinking about watching were all Shutter movies, but this movie is the one that came out the weekend we were watching and so i got convinced like ah let's go with the new one and that was night of the hunted a cool premise everyone, everyone is a target it's um, a good it's a good premise a uh, woman just is in a convenience store and all of a sudden a sniper just starts popping out on everybody in, in the store yeah and he's talking to her over a walkie-talkie she is the target she doesn't right. know why. Doesn't know why, but it seems like everybody's a target, and they they kind of leave in the dark of, is a person really out for you, or no, you're no, just being difficult to hit. No, no question, he was out for her because he knew her name, but you, he doesn't know. Yeah, why. sure. Why? Right. Is I it mean, because they, she's having an affair? With, uh, is it because of where she works? Is it because of something else that she might have just pissed this guy off for some reason? Am I your husband or whatever? Oh yeah, was I hired by your husband? Was I right screwed by your company? Was I working at your company and you screwed me? Uh, right. Don't know. He keep, but we never actually find out, uh, which is a tad annoying, but was expected by the time they were stringing you along. To be honest, I felt this mixture of I was annoyed that you don't find out, and a mixture of I feel like if I was told, they wouldn't have been able to pull it off. It wouldn't have been satisfying anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like whatever at this point, which is, is I feel like is not a feeling you're going to want mm. from an end of a movie. And despite, you know, the solid premise and it is solid. It's just, there's a lot of dull points in the movie. Yeah. There's a lot there of just is. like sitting around and just talking on a walkie talkie. And people just get shot. Yep. That's, I mean, that's about it. Like there's not, there's not a whole lot of creativeness to this. Yeah, it takes a long time for him to get off that sniper's perch. And the movie kind of knows why, you know, if, once he gets off it, the movie's got to get into its, you know, ending. So it yeah. tries, it's just delaying the inevitable for the longest time. Yeah, it's like a bad version of Phone Booth. Yeah, that's a movie I talked about a bunch for watching the movie. Like, hey, you know what we did this better? Phone Booth. Phone Booth was great. Yeah. I yeah, and it, I mean it's not like anybody was particularly bad or anything. It's just it just no, there no, was no bad performances. There was no fun. Yeah, there was no fun in this movie. It 
Christmas mm. fun list. That's that's kind of a big. Should it was boring, fun. Patrick. It's that's the number one issue that anybody could be is boring. Yeah, like you said, just like a ton of uh, dull parts of just like, you know, just talking, chatting on a walkie-talkie. Yeah, immediately regretting like, oh man, I should have went with one of my original picks. Like, dang it. Yeah, this is you know, it was a solid premise and it had a good trailer, so it seemed like right. fun. And it just came out. There wasn't enough reviews. There was not enough like information to go off. And oh well, took. A and chance. you were wishy washy on your other picks too. I was, I was, because there's there's one movie that I'm really interested in that like at the same time I'm like I'm not completely sold on the trailer. And there's one, another movie that I'm worried is like too artsy and might end up being boring. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of stuck still with my last pick because as we were saying, like, Ooh, five nights of Freddy, this last weekend's coming up, uh, five nights of Freddy comes out. Should that be my pick? And I think, yeah, everybody should go check it out, see what it's about. But at the same time, it's PG 13. And, um, that's some suspect stuff for me for horror right there. <laughs> you're, you're rated PG 13. I'm not sold. There's so, been some good PG 13 horror movies. There has been, but it's way more rare. Well, I'm excited for this week. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the, mov- the movie I'm picking is When Evil Lurks, premiering on Shudder. Okay. Yeah, and that's foreign, right? Uh, yep, it is a You don't foreign- usually do that for me, because usually I'm all a dud about foreign. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it on the problem on me. Well, the, the reviews, the, the buzz on it is like out of this world. I've been seeing a lot of it on Twitter, on the horror Twitter and stuff. Like a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, it's this Argentinian uh, possession movie and it's supposed to be gnarly. So I'm looking yeah. forward to watching it. Premieres on Shutter on Friday. It almost sounds like a, a possession meets zombies type of idea. I haven't even watched the trailer or anything for it. I haven't either, but it, the, I just some know of the premise like. stuff I'm reading, it almost sounded like that. So it sounds really interesting. I've been trying to avoid getting any more information if I want to walk in surprised. Fair enough. Fair enough. And again, as usual, I'm still, I'm still up in the air. I'm pretty positive I'm not going to go with Five, Night, Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I just don't know yet. Just watch that on my own at some point. Just like the terrifying. Yeah, movies. same, same. I'll get to I mean, it's, I get to it's it. streaming right away, so yeah. Um, I never so played yeah. the games. Did you? No, and I, I'm tempted because they're they're relatively cheap. Um, yeah. They're not expensive games at all. Uh, but I'm always kind of wishy washy because like I could buy them and get them on the Switch, but do I want that to be played when my kids are around? I don't know how kid friendliness but at the same time they Probably write not these, very <laughs> but they write these books that are almost geared towards children really yeah so that also makes me like well are they kid appropriate then so i i, I don't really know i don't know man I, it's it's definitely i miss this this, this generational divide here on this movie <laughs> I, I didn't yeah i, I missed, I missed the hype. it too I'm, I'm curious to check it out though for real though eventually and i also want to say too the um the Goosebumps, the new Goosebumps series came out. Yeah. Um, and so there was one point where the kids were, uh, it was like a Friday, and I thought the kids would have been kind of doing their thing and eating their junk food and, and stuff, because usually we let them get fast food and stuff like that on, on a Friday. Um, and so they wouldn't leave me alone. They wanted to hang out with me. So I was like, all right, well, if you're going to hang out with me, then I'm going to, it's spooky season. We're going to do something. 
Yeah. So I didn't tell them. I just threw on goosebumps. So I just turned it on. The 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 new series, by the way, not the not right. the old stuff that we watched back in the day. Um, but anyway, I threw it on, and I was kind of like taken back by it because I was expecting the same kind of goofiness. Yeah, the goofy the Jack Black goofy, style. Yeah. Right of of the Jack Black movie or even the original TV show that was like on like Fox on Saturdays and stuff, you know, like I that's kind of what I was thinking was it was gonna be like, and it wasn't. It it took itself way more seriously than I was expecting. Hmm. Um, not that it was like scary, scary or anything, but it was it was way more. I don't know, young adult looked than than I was expecting, and I was like, oh, this might not work then for my children because I think Monster Squad is more kid friendly than than this. <laughs> and so at least there's jokes and stuff going on. I don't in know. Monster Squad, I showed know? the trailer to Monster Squad to a seven year old girl and she did not last long. Yeah, uh, I didn't think she it. would. But <laughs> I guess it too it's, it's it's different depending on everybody's kind of point, right? Like some kids are more able than than other kids, right? But um, we were a special breed. We were a special breed, but but yeah. So I don't know. I, I we watched it, but because it was more adultish and like plot almost driven, like my kids got bored <laughs> and they eventually walked away. Oh well. You know what else? You know what's actually great? Fall of the House of Usher. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, absolutely recommend. Mike Flanagan rules. Uh, Mike Flanagan does rule. I only got to watch the first episode. I like the first episode a lot. I still gotta. I still gotta. It's, it's hard to find the time. But yeah, I definitely need to watch that. I, I love Flanagan. Yeah. Even my wife, who is not a spooky person at all, uh, loved his last show. Um, and, and Midnight Mass. Yeah. Yes, Midnight Mass was fantastic. All right, man. I think that's it for spooky episode. Yeah. Uh, please show your support for the podcast by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, wherever you happen to listen to the show. Also, sharing is caring. Be sure to follow us on social media to get the latest show updates. You can contact us by emailing at filmprochamp at gmail.com or find us by searching for hashtag filmprochamp. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Film Bro Shape Podcast. Peace out, everyone. Spooky season!